the floodgates of Hello, this is Reverend Erichikmeko. I'm glad to come to you through this medium. As you listen to the word of God today, I pray that you will be impacted, your life will be transformed, and you experience God. Kingdom blessings. I want you to just lift up your hands, Father, in the name of Jesus. The entrance of your word brings light. It gives understanding to the simple. We ask that through the communication of your word, destinies shall be recovered. Hide my tongue behind yours. And I declare that my quivers will be full of arrows today. That every demand anybody is placing on the grace of God, I ask that those demands will not be disappointed. I ask that spirit of God, you would open the floodgates of heaven. Release a tornado in this place. One minute, everybody lift your hands. Let's begin to bless him, worship him, magnify him. He has exalted his word above his name. Exalt him and worship him and thank him for his word. Thank him, thank him, thank him. Bless the name of the Lord. Exalt him and give him praise. Thank you, my king. We worship you in the name of Jesus. Somebody said amen. You may take your seat in the heavenly places. My assignment this morning is in John and chapter number three. We will do the first eight verses. If you're in John chapter three, shout amen. Okay. We'll do the first eight verses. I'm just going to read from King James. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus. Somebody shout Nicodemus. A ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night. Somebody shout night. And said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God. For no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. Jesus answered, somebody shout answered, and said unto him, verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Somebody shall see. Nicodemus said unto him, how can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the spirit, he cannot enter, somebody shout enter, into the kingdom of God. Verse 6, that which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I say unto thee, you must be born again. And everybody, let's read verse number 8 together. The wind bloweth where it listed, thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh and whither it goeth. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. Somebody shall speed is my heritage. I, I want us to examine this particular text. Very interesting discussion. The Bible communicates and says that a ruler of the Jews, a man that was a politician and if you study the historical references of this character called Nicodemus, you'd also know that he sits in the seats of a Sahindrin to adjudicate the matters of the people. 
It is this man who has a reputation in society. This is the man that comes to Jesus and he comes to Jesus not in the day, but he comes to Jesus in the night. One of the things you have to understand, the character Nicodemus is extremely important and also very interesting because his name Nicodemus also means people's victory. Nicodemus means people's victory. What it means is that he has always spectated on people's victory. People will come and testify and Nicodemus will be an, a witness. He would just sit down. People will be sharing how God blessed them. God gave them their car. God gave them their businesses. God gave them whatever it was they were praying for. And then Nicodemus was just a mere spectator of people's victory. I just say that in a collage of people in this meeting, there are spectators and there are partakers. I don't know which of the group you belong to, but let me announce to you, if you are a spectator, I move you as a partaker. That amen is still under construction. You see, understand, ladies and gentlemen, we preachers have told you that, well, if God visits your neighbor, he, it means he's in the neighborhood. We have also told you time and time and again that when you see somebody blessed, somebody favored, do not be jealous. But the question is, how long can you hold on when all your life, for 40 years, 50 years, 60 years of your life, all you are witnessing is people's victory and not your own victory? God sent me as a prophet to announce to you that this is your season. Oh man, I like that. Amen. I said this is your season. Yesterday was for somebody. Three days ago was for somebody. But this morning is your season. Come on, don't look at me that way. I said it is your season. I came to prophesy that the next time anybody will share a testimony, that one shall be you. Oh man, I like this people. I said it shall be you. The next testimony we will hear will be about you. The next breakthrough we will celebrate will be about you. Come on, scream and shout, I receive, I receive. Man, you are like, can just sit, take your seat for a minute. So Nicodemus, people's victory, he comes to Jesus in the, in the night. Very interesting event. He comes to Jesus in the night. Two school of thoughts and as I wobble in my mind to understand why this man comes to Jesus in the night, I'm thinking to myself that sometimes because of our reputation in society, our intellectual standings, sometimes if you are not careful, we'll be disconnected from encounters. Nicodemus couldn't have come in a day. Why? Because if he comes in a day, the, the Jews would have come to him and says, ah, but we have been opposing this man. This man is not the conventional man of God that we know him to be. He is a, he claims to be a Messiah. He has a questionable way of doing his things. Uh, he, he misses saliva with, 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 with dust and then he heals. This man is, 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 is questionable and controversial and then because of that Nicodemus per his societal standing could not have come to Jesus in a day. But listen to me, something will make you come to Jesus. I said something will make you come to Jesus. He comes in the night. Everybody has a night season. But here this, your night season is not your conclusion. Uh, I said your night season is not your conclusion. Some of you, you are sitting down, all dressed up, looking good, looking amazing, looking powerful, lifting up your hands. But listen to me, you and your pillow only know the kind of things you are going through. The 
stores you are going through, but I have a word from Elohim for you. Weeping will endure only for a night. Cannot preach here, but joy is coming in the morning. I came to announce to you in the morning of speed conference, I see joy coming. I said, I see joy coming. Who am I talking to here? I see joy coming. Scream and shout, yes. Shall he say, I receive joy. Sit down one minute. So he comes to Jesus. Some things will make you come. And my admonishment to you is that don't come when it is too late. Come whilst you are still able. Sometimes if you are not careful, uh, our, so, our societal standing may present, prevent us from accessing realms and dimensions. This man is an intellectual figure. This man is a politician. This man had credentials around him, yet he comes to Jesus in the night. The night is a season where things are bleak, things are gloomy, things are dark. And you have been praying and asking God, God, I have prayed, I have fasted, I have sacrificed, I have tithed, yet nothing is changing. It is your night season. But in Genesis, when you study the account of creation, you will see something intriguing. He begins your day with your night. The Bible said an evening and morning was the first day. So, your life has not come to an end when you are in your night season. Until morning breaks, nothing will stop you. The Lord told me to announce to seven people, the next testimony shall be the greatest. The next testimony shall be the grandest. The next testimony shall be the biggest. If that amen is loud enough, you will enter testimony. Am I talking to you at all? Beat your chest, shut is my portion. Sit down two minutes, let me try and tie up the pieces together and then we'll begin to enjoy church. And so he comes to Jesus in the night. Typical of an intellectual, he comes with a, a linguistic approach. Oh, Rabbi, thou art a teacher from God. For no man can do these things you do except God be with him. It sounds to me as a statement. It sounds to me as a communication of affirmation. But the Bible says, and Jesus answered. What Nicodemus said to me was not a question. But Jesus answered a question. He didn't ask, but he was asking. Sometimes in the atmosphere of worship, we can say things that our hearts have not truly said. Sometimes somebody meets you and tells you, how are you doing? And uh, it is the convention, the norm, oh, I am blessed in the Lord. And yet deep down the basement of your soul, you know you are hurting. There is a God that knows even when you have not said. Jesus goes past the linguistic prowess of Nicodemus and says to him, Nicodemus, there is a nagging question in your heart. You are a Sahindrin and you sit in the seat of a judge. You are a politician and you have so much around you, but deep down your heart, you are not born again. Can I therefore answer the questions on your heart that you are not asking me verbally? Can I announce to somebody here, somebody is believing God for a testimony. 
He's believing God for a breakthrough, but he has not been able to share a prayer point with anyone because what he's believing God for is ridiculous. That out of nowhere, God should bring her to a place for her to be a multi-millionaire. Guess what? He would do it. I said he would do it. That thing you are believing God for, that you think is impossible, within this speed conference, get ready. It shall happen to you. I said it shall happen to you. That contract of millions, you will sign it this week. Oh man, I prophesy. You will sign that contract this week. You will buy that property this week. That offer letter will come this week. If that amen is louder enough, you will testify. Scream and shout, I receive, I receive. Uh, 10 more minutes and just I'm going to wrap up. Please sit down one minute. So he comes to Jesus. Daddy, can I just step here a minute? Thank you. So he comes to Jesus in the night. And then Jesus answers, Nicodemus. Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom. Typical of a man who has intellect working for him. He says, but how can this thing be? How can a man go into the womb and be born the second time? Jesus says, Nicodemus, except a man be born of water and spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom. Can I suggest to you, ladies and gentlemen, that this thing we preach and the born again message we preach, we really don't preach for you to be born again to escape hell and go to heaven. That is not all there is about the salvation message. As a matter of fact, we may preach to you for you to escape the eternal hell, but there is another hell called the dollar and the CD. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So, so this thing about Christianity is more than heaven and, and hell. It's more than that. The reality, ladies and gentlemen, is this. When, you are, when you, you are born again, you don't go to heaven when you die. When you are born again, heaven comes to live inside of you. So you can have the heavenly experience whilst you are still sojourning here on earth. Study your Bible. He said that our citizenship uh, is in heaven. That means that we are, earth, we are of the earth. We are working on earth, but we are not of the earth. We are heaven citizens. We are having citizens walking the place of the earth. And so we can enjoy the resources of heaven whilst we are still here. Can this prophet preach a little? Maybe people have been trusting on their jobs and trusting on their employees, employers just to give them money. But there is a source I know. We call it the source of heaven. Paul preaching says, but my God shall supply all your need. Come on, guys. Pause for a minute. How do you supply a need? A need is singular. Supply is massive. So what does it mean? It means that when God connects to your need, he doesn't give you just enough. He doesn't give you what you are asking. He gives you over and above what you are asking. I prophesy, receive abundance this week. As I receive abundance this week, let's have church, guys. Receive abundance this week. But my God shall supply all your need according to his glorious riches in Christ Jesus. I prophesy that door will open this week. I 
God sent you to open this week. Who am I preaching to? The other day he spoke to his prophet. He says, go to Zarephath. I have commanded a widow to feed thee. Wait a minute, God. We are all going through crisis. There is financial crisis. There is scarcity. There is economic challenge. He said, go all the same. I have commanded a widow to feed thee. Can I announce to you? Somebody will give you money, not because they are pitying you, but because they are under command. Let me preach this thing. Are you ready for me this morning? Somebody will bless you. As to whether they like you or not, it's inconsequential. They will still sign the check. They will still sign the contract. Are you listening to me? Because they are under command. God says to announce to you, anything you are looking for, as you scream and amen, receive as you scream and amen, receive it. Some businesses are going to expand. Some companies are going to expand. Some favors are hitting your life. Scream and say yes. Shall say yes, yes, yes. High five three people and tell them they will bless me all the same. Tell them they will bless me all the same. My goodness. Are you with me so far? Oh, they will, why? Because they are under, please sit one minute, let me try and establish a point and then we'll see. Except uh, a man be born again, he cannot see. Hear me, I submit to you. And building on what daddy has been teaching us all these years. Until you redefine your perception about life nothing will change. The kingdom is a perception. The kingdom should influence your mindset. You should come to a place where embossed in your subconscious is the principles and the rudiments of the kingdom. For there is such a thing as the kingdom. That you can go through a crisis or there can be a crisis and you shall be exempted. Why? Because of your connection and because of your perception about how this kingdom works. Before the breaking of the day, it is very dark at the horizon. But the fact that it is the darkest does not mean morning will not break. Set you are born again. You cannot see. You see, we should have kingdom perception. You see, why is this important? It is important because they will tell you, you know what? Things are hard. Don't be paying tithe. Things are hard. Don't be giving. Things are hard. Don't pray. What you need, they will tell you, what you need is just economic strategy. It is good, but that is not the entire thing. There is a principle in the kingdom that will cause you to stay afloat when others are sinking. Can I convince you that in this season of crisis, I see you building your next house. Uh-huh. I said, I see you building your next house. I see you doing your next business. Come on, talk to me. I see doors opening for you. They will say, but how? 
how are you going on vacation when there is so much going on you will go to the nations of the world you will go to the nations of the world that is the principle that will work for you hold it now watch this he goes to the widow in Zarephath and the widow is clueless she's gathering sticks yet God says She's under command. You know, some people bless you, eh? Whether they like it or not. And hear this, this, this prophecy. They will express their hatred to you by writing you a check. <laughs> they don't like, they will, just, they will slap you with a check to, to say, I don't like you. Because they are under Command. Number two, that, that is not even my emphasis. Not, please sit down, sit down one minute. Watch this, watch this, watch this. Then he says, except a man be born of water and spirit, he says what? He cannot enter. So the kingdom is not just a perception. The kingdom is an experience. I am too conscious that I am not alone. I am too conscious that when I enter a place, I enter as an ambassador. I am too conscious. I am too conscious of my rights, my privileges, and I am too conscious of who I am in Christ. I am too conscious. It is not a sermon. It is not a, something that we, we are taught on Sunday. It is an operational revelation I work with. I am too conscious that when I give a tithe, I am expecting a blessing. I am conscious. And so my anticipation is so provokes my experience concerning the blessedness of the kingdom. Except a man is born of water and spirit, he cannot enter. For me, I have entered, and I know you have entered. Ah. Then he said the biggest thing, which is my emphasis for this morning, he says to him, Nicodemus, marvel not I say unto you must be born again. The wind blows where it wants. Nicodemus, you hear the sound, but you cannot tell. From whence it cometh and whither it goes, so is everyone that is born of the Spirit. Child of God, listen to me. When they look at you, they are amazed that you are still alive. Because they did everything possible to conclude on you. But here you are, still praising God, still singing he will do it again. What is it that is about you? Hold it, hold it. Please say, let me, let me, let me, please say, let me drive home at a certain point and then we'll begin to, begin to get, uh, get excited. People got attacked with the same thing that attacked you. What attacked them killed them. What attacked you made you strong. Who are you? They got attacked with the same sickness. They died. You got attacked with the same sickness. You complain, oh, I felt the cold my throat. After a while, it went. Who? 
They ran into debt. They lost their minds. They committed suicide. But you are here. Who are you? He said you are like the wind. The description of the wind is that the wind is mysterious. And that is who you are. You are a mystery to the world. You are a mystery to yourself. You are a mystery to the witches in the family. Because the same thing they masterminded to take you out has given you a, uh, has given you a ministry. It has given you a prayer life. It has blessed you. Who are you? You are a mystery. Say that wind. Blows where it won't. Can I announce to somebody here? Nobody will restrain you after this encounter. It blows. That means that after this encounter, your breakthrough will not be silence. Uh, that young lady that is saying, well, you know, I don't want, you see this, I want just a small wedding. It will not be small after all this wait. Your wedding will be the talk of the town. Let me talk to someone. I say it will be the talk of the town. Your wedding will be the celebration of your home. I, I prophesy after this encounter, the breakthrough shall be loud. Your promotion shall be loud. Your increase shall be loud. Your testimony shall be loud. Lift your voice, shout yes. Shake your legs, shout yes. Shadi say, I am a mystery. I'm closing. He says that the wind blows. Somebody shall blow. You hear the sound. But you can't not tell whence it's coming. Hearing is very important. Sin is also very important. But this is what God does. He denies your enemies the right to see where your breakthrough is coming from. Lest they outrun you to advise whoever is blessing you called your, your destiny helper. They advise your destiny helper by pulling some files you don't want anybody to see. So God will not make them see but they will hear your breakthrough. They will hear your breakthrough. They will not see. Oh, wow. She's getting married. How? Oh, wow. She got a job. How? So, whoever gave him the job, they will not know. But they will hear. She got the job. Are you still with me so far? I prophesy within this week, your testimony shall be greater than your neighbor. It shall be greater than your neighbor. Scream and shout yes. Sit down. Let me add a twist about speed to this communication. One thing I love about the wind is speed. Speed. If you want to go to Kumasi by road, how many hours? Four or five hours. But when you are flying African world or passion, 40 minutes. There is something about the wind that communicates speed. Listen to me. One of the things that will be very visible after this conference is that your breakthroughs will come in successions. <laughs> Just when you, you are ending a testimony, another one will come. I like somebody. Somebody shouted amen. I like that person. I said another, another one will come. 
just when you are recovering from another testimony, suddenly it opens for you. Seven of you that will scream, Amen, manifest this. Manifest this. Manifest this. Scream and say, Yes, 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 yes. The wind blows where it listens. You hear the sound, but you cannot tell. Where is it coming from? And whither it goeth, so is everyone that is born of the Spirit. Listen to me. Try and catch the wind. It will slide and slip through your fingers. It means no devil can catch you. I said no devil can catch you. No devil can hijack your testimony. No devil can bury your destiny. You are like the wind. Let them set a trap. By my God, I run through troops. By my God, I leap over walls. By my God, I run through troops. No trap has the capacity to catch your destiny. Scream and shout, I'm like the wind. I close in one minute. It blows where it wishes. No man knows where it cometh, whither it goeth. So, it's everyone that is born of the Spirit. Speed is very important. Time is a function of speed. But this is what I want God to do in your life. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? May God give you in 14 days what others have never had in a lifetime. That amen is still under construction. I said in 14 days. Now if your faith is stronger in 7 days. May God I stand on the altar of the prophet. And I make a prophetic decree. May God give you in 7 days. What nobody in your family has never had access to. I make that deposition in the spirit. I make that decree in the spirit that within seven days, within 14 days, receive a mind-blowing testimony. Receive a net-breaking testimony. Within seven days, let there be a shaking. Let there be a shaking. May your testimony be the greatest. Come on, clap your hands and pray. Let it happen. 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 Shut up, 
In the name of Jesus. This is very important to me. I want us to do just one prayer. One prayer point. Are you ready? Are you ready? Speed is very important.